The scripture reading for this morning comes from the book of Luke, chapter 18, verses 9 through 14. Jesus has been speaking with his disciples, and he also told them this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and regarded others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, was praying thus, God, I thank you that I'm not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all my income. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even look up to heaven, but was beating his breast and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. May God bless the reading of the word. Who is righteous? Who is contemptuous? Who is right? Who is wrong? Who is good? And who is evil? Debate goes on and on. And here we have this wonderful parable that seems to make it so black and white. And we are always so tempted to make everything so black and white. Good and bad, right and wrong, righteous, contemptuous. And Luke with this parable kind of plays into it, and but mixes it up a little bit. And we're kind of set up here. Everyone who hear, hears this parable is kind of set up here. Because I guarantee you if Jesus had said, who's righteous? A Pharisee or a tax collector? There's not anyone who would pick a tax collector. Because who could blame them? Tax collectors were awful people. Everybody hated them. They were, they were collaborators who made money off of selling out and brutalizing and capitalizing on the agony and oppression of their own people. They were like the French collaborators in Nazi France. They were like those who sell out their own. They were reviled by good Jewish folk in the first century because they collaborated with Rome. First of all, they probably had to be a little crooked in the first place because you don't become a tax collector. You don't apply for the job by filling out a, a, a nice application online and go in for an interview and do well on your interview. That's not how you, that's not how you become a tax collector in the first century. You have to know somebody and you have, someone has to owe you a favor of some sort. Or, which means that you must either have power or money already. I suspect maybe most of them probably did some kind of dirty deed for someone who had the ability to give them the job of tax collector. So because they were able to do some ugly work, 
they were given this job, a rather lucrative job. Basically what it meant was they were responsible for making sure that Rome got a certain amount of money every month. And as long as they got that amount of money, Rome didn't care what happened. And they were given it pretty much carte blanche. They were, they were left alone to get that money any way they saw fit. And it usually involved a couple of really big thugs who would go and extort that money. Now, in addition to the money that was owed to Rome, they were allowed to extort a little bit of money for themselves. As much as they could get away with without causing too much trouble. They don't, Rome doesn't want to get in the middle of it. So as long as they could keep Rome from getting in the middle of it, they could take as much as they could get away with. And again, they weren't beating up it wasn't Jews beating up Samaritans to take their money. It wasn't Jews beating up other Romans. It wasn't Romans taking money from Jews. It was Jews taking money from fellow Jews. That made Thanksgiving pretty awkward. <laughs> you know, that made, that made things pretty awkward around the synagogue for everybody. So pretty much these folks were shut out of polite society. They were not welcome around good people. Contrast that to the Pharisees. You know, Pharisees, these were everyday folks. It was everyday working class folk. Uh, most people in Jerusalem were probably Pharisees. Jesus was probably a Pharisee of the Pharisee sect. It was a way of thinking. It was a way of approaching things. In fact, it was kind of the... It was, you know, the Pharisees kind of had a, a particular approach to, to Scripture and things that, that they really wanted to make it available to the average person. And, and this guy was one of the better ones. You know, he tithed. He was probably, I imagine he was a pillar of the community. I imagine he was probably had, he was probably, he took his turn as moderator there at the synagogue. He took his turn as moderator and probably did, he did dishes, you know, uh, he did his, took his turn down at the, doing dishes after the potluck and stuff like that. And he probably, he gave his money, not only that, but I imagine that he probably, he took care of the widows who were left without any resource after the tax collectors got done with them. He took care of the families who were t kicked out of their homes because they couldn't make the rent after the tax collectors got a hold of them. He went around taking up offerings to take care of the people who were left hungry because of the tax collectors' work. And so we're left with these two, con these two contrasts. This good guy that I'm sure everyone liked. He probably, you know, he had a nice house, probably threw a good party. Took care of everybody. And this jerk, nobody liked. And Luke, Jesus through, in Luke here trying to convince us that this is the righteous one. And there's something wrong with this guy. And what we're, what we're shown 
that this guy gets a little puffy with himself. He gets a little... He starts to believe what everyone tells him. Oh, you're so great. I wish I could be like you. You're such a good guy. And he's like, you know what? I am kind of good. <laughs> pretty soon, pretty soon he's wondering if he's doing it for to take care of people or if he's really doing it for all the accolades he gets. Probably a little bit of both. I think he's a good guy. But I have to wonder about the tax collector. I have to wonder about this guy because, quite frankly, a person who comes to temple and prays the way this tax collector was praying, you can't be a very good tax collector and have that kind of prayer life going on. Amen? You can't, you can't, start extor- you can't keep extorting from people when you pray like that before God in the temple. Amen? You can't, you're living two different lives. So I'm, something happened here. Something brought this tax collector to his knees and brought him to the temple seeking redemption, seeking repentance, seeking to move in a different way, acknowledging his sinfulness before God. laying down on the ground before God. Wonder what happened. Wonder if he kicked some woman and her child out into the streets and heard that they died or something. I wonder if I wonder if he took someone's last dime. Something happened to them. I wonder if somewhere, something, the face of someone got through to him. I wonder if he spent some time listening to a Jewish mystic who was going around preaching about the kingdom of God, like his friend Zacchaeus did, or his friend Levi did. You know, those guys were tax collectors too. Something about what Jesus said to them that made them turn away from that life go in a different direction and I can't help but think that this tax collector on this day was choosing to no longer be a tax collector you can't pray like that and go back to extorting money from your own people And, you know, I, I, we're, we're left with this and we're, we're shown that life is more complex than it seems and nothing is ever black and white. They are both contemptuous. They are both righteous is really what I see in this parable. Here's a good man who gets a little carried away with himself. And here's a bad man who wants to be good comes before God in humility and that is such a human story and yet what I what I really think is missing here what I the the element that I think that that I wish that I think Jesus wishes would would follow through that we don't see played out in scripture what is missing here 
is the interplay between the two. They both go home. Here they were in the temple praying before God, not feet from each other. And yet isolated. Isolated away from one another. Never really come together. And yet isn't that what the kingdom of God is? The kingdom of God was not realized in this parable until it is recognized by the tax collector. My God, it isn't just God that I have sinned against. It is this man and this man's community. It is my own people. It is all of those around me. I mean, it took some guts to come down to the temple and to pray. But the next step needed to be, or must have been, somehow to reconcile with that community. That next step. Because the kingdom of God is all about reconciliation. Repentance and forgiveness is the formula of the good news. When we do something wrong, we say, I'm sorry. When someone does something wrong to us, we forgive. Jesus is saying that over and over and over again. And that is the key to the kingdom of God right there. If you want to see the kingdom of God happen, it, it goes like this. When you do something wrong, you ask for forgiveness. When someone does something wrong to you, you forgive them. That's what's missing in this story. This man getting up from his knees and walking to the Pharisee and saying, I'm sorry. I, sh I want to live differently. And I can't do it by myself. I need your... And who knows, maybe that Pharisee followed him down there just to... Pray this prayer about him. This Pharisee needed to come back to this guy. Say, you know what, I, I hate everything you've done to me and my, and my community. I hate everything you stand for. The kingdom of God requires us somehow bridge that gap. I need to figure out a way to forgive you. Really the best way to do that is to help him become something else. Help him become someone good, righteous, does good things, gives back to the world. Like Zacchaeus did, whoever I wrong, I will pay back four times. Right? Somehow it's got to be made right. We live in a world right now. We live in a country. We live in a, we live in a time right now where Pharisees and tax collectors line up on two sides of a space and they never come back together. And they call each other contemptuous, and they call themselves righteous. 
As long as I myself look at myself and I say I'm righteous and they are nasty and deplorable, never going to fix it. Never going to realize the kingdom of God. We're never going to accomplish all that God has given us to accomplish. If the church of Jesus Christ can't bridge the gap, Amen? If the church of Jesus Christ cannot bridge the gap, if the church of Jesus Christ cannot transcend those things that conspire to keep us apart, if the church of Jesus Christ cannot, cannot mend the brokenness, if the church of Jesus Christ cannot bring, make brothers and sisters out of those who have been separated, then who can? Amen? That is our hope. This is an unfinished parable. and I, if, A lot of scholars believe that's on purpose, that they were left there for us to finish. And this is where I believe Jesus would like us to take the finish of this parable, is to bridge the gulf between these two people, the Pharisee and the tax collector, and bring them together as no longer Pharisee and tax collector, but brothers in Christ. Amen? And I believe that is the hope we have for this world. Bridge the gap. Reconciliation. As Paul said, we have been given the ministry of reconciliation. That is the good news of the kingdom of God. Our great and loving God, as we, we hear this story, we see, we see it played out in the world around us. We see Pharisees pointing fingers at tax collectors. Be nice to see a few more tax collectors coming to their knees and asking forgiveness. But in both circumstances, what is really needed the coming together, the reconciliation, the repentance and forgiveness comes with it. May that ministry mend our broken hearts and mend the brokenness of our world. In the name of Christ we pray. Amen.